It's Carrington with Real Dudes Podcast. And yes, we are back and in business on a regular scheduled release date. Now that's 2020. Let's get into it. Once again, my name is Carrington. And with me today, I've got Cody. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, hey, howdy, ho. And (laughs) we got one more and it's Jordan. SpongeBob seasons one through four are the best ones. Don't at you, right? Don't at me. No, I mean, you can at me and I'll fight with you because I'm definitely going to win those conversations. I mean, you're not wrong. And only most of four, like all of one through three are amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how I'm going to start off my uh, my introduction to this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Real Dude. We're back. We're back. Like- a Dinosaur's Tale. Okay, nice. That's a great movie. <laughs> I love that movie. But I you just didn't want me back. You just no, never no, no. called me back. And now I'm back, and I feel like I'm wanted again. Like, Cody, we don't want you. Oh, no, no, I'm kidding, kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I I figure. I don't No comment. (laughs) So before we get started, I just want to let you guys know to check out our stuff, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, for any and all updates you have about the show. Uh, You You forgot Google Plus. Google, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was a terrible platform. I'm sorry. Keep talking. If you want to send us any kind of voicemail messages, you can use the Anchor app and MySpace. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, and check out our YouTube channel for stuff because Donovan and I have stuff going on over there that we will be updating regularly now that we are back and in business. Escape from Tarkov? Uh, I don't know if that's on the list or not. You know who <laughs> knows? We'll see. Guys, how was your break from the show? How how are you guys? Man, I was enjoying myself, and then you asked me to come on again. <laughs> That's actually entirely false. I asked if I could. I was having a great so. son. And then Carrington called. No, no. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Big Daddy Carrington. This game needs to update, and that game needs to update. Yep, yep. Stuff. It was a it was a good Sunday afternoon with Cody this yeah. afternoon. Because, you know, we were playing the game, just trying to refresh ourselves on the game we're about to review. And that is Ba-ba-da-ba! Eight Dragons from developer and publisher, Extend Mode. Edna Mode. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, goodbye. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the developer, Extend Mode, uh, consists of Nathan Cross and Chris Hine. So Eight Dragons. Here is the, the sales pitch from Steam. Can you and up to seven of your friends defeat the criminal gangs of the city and stop Mr. Big? Prove your skills whoa, in Eight Dragons whoa, and old whoa. school scrolling beat them up straight out of the 80s. So, fellas, Cody, what do you think? What, what are your thoughts on yeah, Eight Co- Dragons? Yeah, Cody's going to take this one. I have not played this game. so I <laughs> Right. If you have any questions, Jordan, you can just pop I will in. absolutely be asking questions. It is interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. It's a cool concept. I like the concept of those um, what 2D side-scroller, kind of like arcade-y mm-hmm. beat-em-up games. Yeah. Is it, I, I classify it as a beat-em-up game. Like, kind of like the mm-hmm. TMNT and the Simpsons stuff that you see in arcade games around. Um. It was neat. Controls were different. They were finicky. I mean, they weren't yeah. like bad or anything. I, it just, I just got confused with the controls a lot of times. Yeah. Volume was loud. <laughs> and then <laughs> I finally learned how to turn it down, which yeah. is nice. But some, some finicky, finicky things at the beginning, but it was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. Um normally the stuff isn't my game or the type of game I play when I'm at home. Typically I play this kind of stuff when I'm at like 16 bit, which by the Mm -hmm. way is fantastic. Hashtag not a sponsor, which by the way, for those who don't know, 16 bit is an arcade bar here in Ohio. Yes. Um, Hashtag we should probably go again. We should probably go again. Um, Long hashtag. (laughs) It was a long hashtag, but you know, those that's that's generally when I play that kind of stuff is when I'm at an arcade Mm -hmm. or an arcade bar. I usually don't play this kind of stuff when I'm at home because they're Mm -hmm. not they're not my thing. Um, It's I'm not saying that it's a bad game. It's this game just wasn't my thing. Um, I I still had fun with it though. It was fun going through story mode. I I tried out all the modes: there's story mode, arcade mode, score attack. 
and Super Arcade. Yeah, if I remember right off the top of my head what all those modes were. Um, but I will say, like right now, I mean, for the price, it's it's not bad. It's on Steam only. It's eleven ninety nine right now. It's on sale right now. If you want to pick up it for nine fifty nine instead, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, there isn't a whole lot to say. I did like the like the like yeah aesthetic of it because not only did it remind me of the games like Battletoads or Simpsons or something like that, it looks like it too at a very old school like 16-bit kind of art style and look to it and this mm-hmm. also has like the classic classic filter on it so it, it kind of looks like a crt tv that you're playing on too you can which uh hurt my eyes personally so i turned it off as soon as i started up the game because uh that was not my thing yeah uh, i turned it off too i didn't yeah. i wasn't a fan yeah i mean i thought it was a cool effect but not to actually play on um, but one thing that's unique with the game as well, you can play up to eight players, which was, I thought, pretty cool. But I will say, however, comma, playing on the keyboard is a nightmare. So you're better off trying to bring out eight controllers as opposed to, you know, doing it on the keyboard. And we, me and Carrington did play the multiplayer aspect. And it is designed more for eight people in the same location playing it mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. rather than me and Carrington at two separate locations. Cause then we have to use steam. What was it? Steam stream, steam remote play. Yeah. Steam remote play. So I like steam stream more. <laughs> steam yeah, stream. That, yeah. It sounds cooler. But then at that point I have to join Carrington's game, which makes me stream his game. And then I play on his computer. Yes, because you were moving the mouse on my computer. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Which then creates um, a lot of lag for people who don't have greatest internet connections. Because then you're basing off of his, what, your upload speed Mm -hmm. and my download speed and everything within that aspect of things well. i don't know but mm-hmm. it does work it just works a little wonky so if yeah you're gonna play this multiplayer even in the steam remote play thing it works it just works it would work better if you were actually as cody said in the same room together you can all play on like one keyboard too if you yeah. wanted to <laughs> if you really wanted to get eight <laughs> on a keyboard the eight entire on one keyboard yes yeah. so Good. when I, when you go through the controls it sets them all up. You see player one through eight. And then if you go and click on each one of you, one of them, it tells you uh, which player would be controlling each section of the keyboard. Yeah, so you have like WASD, then TFGH, and IJKL, the arrow keys, then you have the number pad, and then you can map more if you want to. But those are like the basic... Five players, and then you can mm-hmm. attach controllers and map different keys if you want to. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is very interesting. You can, Ridiculous. I mean, you. I would never do that. I would never do that, <laughs> but you can. The option is there. But I would highly recommend if anyone is in like one room together, if you and seven of your friends are in a room, hook up a controllers. Just forget the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to have some fun with it, hook up one keyboard and make a game out of it. There you go. There you go. I don't know how you'd make a game out of it, but you can try, and you, there is effort in trying. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> each character has their own like stats and abilities and things like that, which is nice. So it'd be fun around, fun to play around with. With, um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, the story is it. I mean, it's played out like your classic, you know, '80s '90s arcade game. It just throws you in. Um, and then you just kind of have to just play through each level until you reach the end. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And I'm a pretty dumb person. <laughs> I will say, when you be play, I was kind of offended. Like, uh, not offended in like a really bad way, but when you start each game, um, a little like, cutscene plays. And when I started it as one of the black guys... A dude comes up, punches a dog, and takes him away. I'm like, dude, why don't you just go punch a random dog? Well, I guess I'm going to John Wick this game. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, that was just kind of like, wow, was not expecting because normally it's like maybe like explosion happens and or, uh, you know, people die or people sure. are just sitting around and some thugs come by and punch them and kidnap somebody or, you know, something usually like that happens when you first start up a story with a particular character. But, you know, I started up as the black guy and the dog got punched. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're just walking up, punching dogs on the I street. You see? Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else, Cody. Can you think of anything else to talk about before we rate it? Um, not exactly. Yeah. I can't think of anything either. Um, it's not easy. It's not an easy game either by yourself or with friends. Um, so just keep that in mind because it does play out like those old classic arcade games. Just you don't have to feed the machine all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is challenging, but not, it's not like, you know, Dark Souls or anything stupid hard. It's not that hard. Um, but yeah, uh, Cody, what would you give this? I'd give it a good, what are we, we still do out of 10, right? Yeah, out of 10. Okay. I give it a good five. Okay, I was going to give it a 6 out of 10. You know, roughly the same. Um, Decent I can't... game, but yeah. good. There's room for improvement. Lots of room for improvement. Like I said, it, it wasn't my thing, but, you know, the next person might love those kind of games and want to play them all the time and give it a 10 out of 10. So just keep that in mind. It wasn't my thing, but or, or Cody's thing really either. It could be a good party game. but Oh, it's an excellent party game. I could see that for sure. Um, but yeah, there we Jordan, go. That, what do you give it? I give it six dragons out of seven. Okay. <laughs> eight, Wait, but okay. Eight, excuse me. I'm sorry. Six <laughs> dragons out of eight, eight. Because this game is all about eight dragons. Uh, eight dragons. They're available on the Steam store for $9.59. Go buy it today. How's eight. that sales pitch? I like that. And eight. the developers did contact us and they were looking to come on the show. So I would love to talk to them more about it. Um, they are from. Oh, they're going to ask you why you gave their game a six out of ten. <laughs> oh, I mean that's. I mean overall, it's not a bad score. I've I've played a lot worse game. I mean a lot worse games on the show before. Also, you're saying the game is bad? No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, you still have me on this show. I know, right? <laughs> when did we invite him to the show? Oh no, he I asked to come on. Myself. Oh, I mean Jordan. <laughs> he I asked to come him. on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, but anyway yeah it's six out of ten and a five out of ten respectively unfortunately kyle and donovan could not make it uh for extenuating circumstances for them both um yeah i guess we can uh take a small break and get into the news remember the first time you held a controller that first cartridge you blew into so you could get that stinking game to work. What about your first comic you read? The first time you saw Star Wars years and years and years ago. Now you're an adult working full time to provide for you and your family. But even after all of your hard work, you still make it your quest to spend time with your kids, hoping they find even the slightest interest in some of the things that you had grown up loving. Video games, movies, comics, My Little Ponies. Join me, Kyle Federline, every Wednesday morning on my quest as I discuss with guests what it's like to raise a kid and watch them take after some of our own interests as kids, or have no interest at all in the things that we had grown up loving. This is Parent Quest. Head on over to Anchor and ask me your questions, leave me a voice message, and follow me on Twitter at ParentQuestPod, Instagram and Facebook at ParentQuest. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And we're back to Real Dudes Pickett. I like that, Cody. You should do that more often. <laughs> Real Dudes Pickett. 
Uh, so starting off, I'm going to go. I didn't put this in our show notes, so I'm just, I'll just say, you know, uh, for us, I mean, we just heard that Kobe Bryant just died in a helicopter crash, which yeah. is devastating to me and, and his daughter as well. I remember being a kid when he was a rookie, and that's all we talked about in school. That was my last time in public school, and Kobe was a rookie. Uh, public school. I was homeschooled. We right. can talk about something else that's getting weird. Yeah, just a little bit. Let's move on uh, because uh, I want to focus on it because just because it weirds me out. Um, so on lighter note, Tim Tim was released uh, uh, this past week in early access. What oh is that? I know. I'm so excited for Tim Tim. <laughs> so explain I, this to me. I only heard about it yesterday. Okay. So Tim Tim is a Pokemon-like game, but it's an MMO and it has co-op features. Um, it's. I mean, when I say it's very Pokemon-like, it's very Pokemon-like. It's very Pokemon. The way it's said. I mean, imagine the way Pokemon is now with Sword and Shield. Um, that's, that's pretty easy. I mean, it's it's that's how like the camera angles are set up, and that's how the animations are. And I mean, a lot. I have fun with it. A lot of fun with it so far. Um, it's because I did get into the early access. If you buy the game right now, and it's thirty five dollars, it is a little on the expensive side for an indie game. Uh, but the price will go up once it exits early access. When so is it exiting that. early access? They have not said yet. Um, oh. It had kind of a rocky start uh, on for the early access launch. Yeah, there's uh, some server issues going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've gotten a lot better since launch day. So mm-hmm. launch day for early access was January 20th. I, the last time I played was the 24th. So that would have been a Friday. Um, it, the things were a lot better then compared to Monday. Uh, I mean, it's still not perfect. and They're still working on it. I mean, they're going through like I counted one time they went through 12 hot fixes in one day. Good Lord. So, yeah, they are. They're they're taking care of it. They're they're paying attention to the community, all the bugs and the issues. And they're trying to work around as fast and as quickly as possible. Um, they The main one they do have down. Uh, when, when the game first came out, wait times were ridiculous to try and get into a game. And then you play for at least for me. I played for about 10 minutes and the game would kick me out. That does not happen anymore. Um, wait times are much shorter now compared to what they were before and i don't get kicked out anymore so i can play for a very long time interesting i'm looking so, at some of the stuff on steam right now yeah and i know we're going to segue into this later but i'm just not a huge fan of this uh style anymore like it's it's become for me overdone way too much the fortnite style the art style no 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 no, not the art style okay. the art style looks awesome I'm okay not i was about to say it's, it's the gameplay style oh okay oh in our off topic okay yeah we're, we'll get yeah, into that but um yeah. but yeah it's very when i say it's pokemon like i mean you choose your moves based on stats that dictates who goes first and you know things play out from there um, this looks like the game that johnny test plays with his knockoff of pokemon in uh the johnny test series wow you're throwing it back yeah (laughs) that was one of my favorite episodes from back in the day but yeah it's you know you guys keep talking about that we'll talk about what i want to talk about here in a second okay um but yeah uh, i've been watching tim tim like it's development for like the past year or so so i'm excited that we're at a point where it's in early access now and i'm excited to see where like things go from here um i can already say like early on the game uh you can there's already some areas i've ran into where it's just like uh we're still working on this (laughs) avoid this i'm like oh okay someone wrote in the reviews i would rate it a 10 out of 10 oh Oh, god (laughs) make sure to rate our podcast a 10 out of 10 as well (laughs) thank you cody (laughs) you're welcome so tim tim uh, we will be watching you with eyes like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Moving on. What? Already? Oh, uh, well, uh, I will say real quick, because this was a perfect segue for the news. So Temtem is published by Humble Bundle. What? What? Because, And by the way, if you want to help with the Australia Fire Relief, you can go to HumbleBundle.com and buy games and 100% of the proceeds will go to a charity to assist with the Australia fire relief. And, 
Oh, sorry. Continue. I was going to say, and Tim Tim is included on that list. So, oh, nice. yeah. Now, was Tim Tim, like, I know it was on Kickstarter. Was it 100% funded by Kickstarter? A good portion of it was. And then Humble Bundle picked it up and decided to publish it themselves okay. as well. So, okay. Um, and I, yeah, publish it because they're the publisher now, but that back then they weren't the publisher. Okay. Because I know some YouTubers who backed it and. They'll okay. be like their names will be in the credits, and they talk about how they'll have like a statue in the final city because they funded it by X amount of tears and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, that's cool that they that is cool. Like they give, I don't know, I don't know what's what's that term? Giving back to the community in a way, you know, showing. Sure. I don't know. I don't know what word. I know there's. I don't a know. Word. What, I don't know what word I'm looking for either. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. that. Everyone that is listening. That. You know what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then on. finally, for the news, uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, but uh, Disintegration, which is a new game coming out, uh, published or not published. It's being created by Marcus Leto, who is the co-creator of Halo. He kind of quit Bungie and decided to try and make his own game called Disintegration. Uh, Closed beta was just announced for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. No dates as of yet when that will happen. Um, But if you want to sign up, uh, you can go to disintegrationgame.com and sign up there. Uh, Sign-ups are open right now. I checked myself. If that is something that interests you, it looks pretty cool from what I've seen. And that's all I got for the news. Unless someone else has something? Nah, I'm pretty newsless right now. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, we like, we like having you here. Thank you. Be quiet. No, so. it's it's fun. I like I like the banter. All right, moving on. Ba, ba, da, ba. I feel like we'll get copyright striked for that. <laughs> no, we'll <laughs> we'll see. It's a cover. It's a song cover. Yeah, it is a cover. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so our off topic now brought up by our very own Jordan. Our turn based games dying for me personally. All right, can you explain? Because I've I've played a few that I've really enjoyed years. So, you know, Pokemon, I've heard of it. You know, the little indie game Pokemon (laughs) came out with a, a sequel to their series called Sword and Shield. Correct. A lot of people were initially starting to get disappointed before the game's release. Since then, since the game's release, I've noticed a lot of people have come back with positive things to say. Mm-hmm. That's the like the vocal part that I'm hearing. Right. Um, because Game Freak seems to not care about a lot of their animations and game design choices. And it's pretty much just the same game over and over and over again. Like we've seen Gen 1 a lot these past few years with uh, the re-release of the games on um, the Switch with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu Mm -hmm. and ports of the old games in a bunch of different systems. Anyway, what I want to talk about is the, the combat system that Pokemon has used in the past from way back when red and blue first came out with uh turn-based combat it made sense because the technology was limited at the time but now we've gotten to the point where we're able to have several different types of combat in one game and the one that a lot of people will focus on is breath of the wild and how uh the combat is very experimental as far as you know you can approach one situation a bunch of different ways but if you were able to do that in the pokemon world and you're able to use a bunch of different moves and techniques if you are a trainer or even if you're even playing as a pokemon my proposal is to get rid of the turn-based system entirely and instead introduce something along the lines of pokemon tournament where it's like a you know the side facing um combat between two pokemon but not it doesn't necessarily need to be side scrolling but something where you're able to control your Pokemon and how it's able to 
combat with the the rivals that you're playing against. Okay, so something more active, if that makes sense, instead of something so boring as going through men literally the entire game is going through menus and hitting. Okay, I want this Pokemon to learn this move. Okay, click, 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 click. Okay, uh, let's go fight this guy. Click, click, click. Okay, the stat, my stats are better than yours, so I'm gonna beat you. Ha ha! I win. It's literally menus and numbers. Mm -hmm. So, question. Yeah, because I will have a slight counter argument to that, in the sense that uh, let's take skyrim for example it's still sure. all stats even though it's you know real-time combat there's still a bunch of stats going on in the background to that you don't necessarily that's see that's fair okay yeah that's fair okay maybe the stats argument isn't as important but okay it's i guess it's a little more integrated into a technical aspect in um pokemon like if all oh, my my pokemon stats are much higher than this one Mm -hmm. and at a higher level yeah it makes sense in any other game so that wouldn't be right for me to bring that up against the pokemon series however um since you're bringing up skyrim and you're able to use uh levels and stats to your advantage and but you're also able to use real-time combat so there mm -hmm. also br there brings a different sense of strategy to these games because you're the one who's controlling these characters and how they move and how they interact with your rival instead of just okay my pokemon automatically does this it has a 100% hit rate and i can use quick attack and boom i hit you cool but what if you're using quick attack in actual combat and you have to input a certain uh uh you know like a quick time not, event yeah like if you're well kind of a quick a quick attack mm -hmm. literally like if you're inputting a certain thing kind of like i suppose in injustice or street fighter and you do a certain move it would have that same effect if you would do a quick attack in that sense. So I have a question for you, Jordan, and this is yeah. kind of, I don't know. This is kind of weird to ask, but I have to, I feel like I have to ask it as well. So with Bioware, that little indie studio, um, they created things like uh, Mass Effect series and Knights of the Republic. Yep, they're both RPGs. Have you yep. have you played them? Uh, before I get into, I've this. played the beginning of <laughs> both of those games that you have mentioned. The first ones, yes. So you have at least experienced the combat. In both I've experienced games. it, yes. Um, so would you say like something kind of like that transition or evolution happened with Pokemon because Knights of the Republic is technically turn based, but it's got real time aspects to it. Um, whereas uh, Mass Effect is yeah, basically actually, a third-person shooter. Yeah, I yeah, I'm absolutely down with that. So, okay. but turn-based in real time. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's the way Knights of the Republic is set up. Because uh, you can move your character around. Um, if you are basically behind a wall, basically in timing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, blocking things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that's actually yeah, that's a really good idea. I've, I've been trying to think of like different ways that that can be implemented. But yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. Okay, because uh, the more you talk, you were talking that that just came up into my mind. Because, um, I mean, I I still I mean I don't really play the Pokemon series anymore like the way I used to. I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, I probably invested at least yeah a thousand hours in both Red and Gold separately. I didn't do that as much, but yes, I I did invest <laughs> a lot more time. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So I remember being a kid and wishing the games were more like the show. Right. Um, which is, I, I guess you could say, a real-time turn-based strategy kind of thing. Yes. Um, I, that's the way I've always imagined it. I, we're getting closer as far as, like, the way the camera camera angles work and the graphics in -game, are. In-game, but not in combat. But not in combat, yeah. I will agree there. Um, is turn-based games in general dying? I don't think so. Because, um, I mean... There are some newer ones out that still use turn-based combat, and people mm -hmm. still enjoy it. So, yes. I guess... When I when I state the question, are turn-based games dying? Mm -hmm. I mean, from a technical standpoint, do we still need to use turn-based combat? People enjoy it, and if that's their mm -hmm. cup of tea, fine. But in my opinion, we need to move away from it. I, I think that that discussion has come up a lot recently, especially with the Final Fantasy VII remake coming out, yep. Yep. because they're coming up with a new combat system to account for you know just modern quality of life things. They're right. not sticking to the turn-based strategy that was around when that game first came out because technology has improved. I, I that I get because I think that for like basically just 
I mean, you're you're upgrading everything else. Why not upgrade the combat? But for something like Wargroove, which came out, gosh, I want to say last year. I know we were reviewed it on the show, and I loved it. Um, something like that, I love because it's 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 a smaller game. It's simpler. It's more like chess than anything else because you have you know your pawns basically sure. and you work your yeah. way up. Um, it's just glorified chess, and I, I those kinds of games to me that's that, that's that, that's different, yes, okay. right? Yeah, different um, kind of turn based combat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess I guess I would like to see more games that are that have a mix, like a Knights of the Republic kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, I it is shocking we haven't seen that more because Knights of the Republic literally takes the D twenty system and kind of just puts it on steroids. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, yeah, so did I, and I, I, I am surprised we haven't seen more of that. Um, mm. So, Cody, in, in your opinion, have you? played much of pokemon games or i have i have been mm-hmm. um not like a pokemon stan right um but i follow it and i enjoy them mm-hmm. i feel the prices are way too high i feel you mean 60 like being 60 dollars now 60 bucks every year for a pokemon game and then mm-hmm. when it's like oh Let's have the same Pokemon game, but make it a little bit better and charge sixty dollars for it again, as like uh, X and or what black and white, and then black two and white two, and then like you make Pokemon red and all stuff, and then you make yellow. It's a little bit better, but whatnot and all that Mm -hmm. stuff is you make that extra one. I feel stupid. I like the new idea of. With Sword and Shield, they're doing a, a expansion pack, like every other game. Mm-hmm. So now you you pay your thirty and you get expansions beyond that. I'm still not the biggest fan of Shield. I feel like it's a, a 3DS game that they ported onto the Switch. I feel like they can do a whole lot better with the resources they have. But who knows what they're gonna what they plan on doing and where it goes. Um, the new mystery dungeon I'm curious about. I'm downloading the demo right now just to see what it's okay. like. Mm-hmm. Just because I like the previews. I like the art style of it. And you play as a Pokemon. And I don't know if it will be that turn-based with real-life aspects that Jordan was mentioning. Because the old one was ancient. And I don't remember that one much anymore. <laughs> I I've never played Mystery Dungeon, so I literally have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have. Oh, it's using Unity. Interesting. Um, that that would be something to look into, possibly. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of something to say at the moment. Yeah, I, yeah, that, I, I like the. Um way temtem's going sure it's mm-hmm. 35 dollars now which yeah. is a little high for an indie game but they're not gonna make a temtem 2 next year they're going to right. keep this base game and just make free additions onto it as they go they're not gonna charge you 30 dollars for each expansion they're just gonna every few months they're gonna add new temtems and a new island or new place to go and then you have extenuations past post game yeah yeah i could see that i can see that uh, because like I, I mean probably like you i haven't really played a pokemon game and i think X, for me personally x and y was the last pokemon game i picked up mm-hmm. i did enjoy it um i definitely did not sink i don't you know hundreds of hours into it yeah like i'll play I, the game but i'm not gonna shiny hunt and breed a right breed a competitive team and all that stuff is my game, I make a living dex as much to my ability, and then I stop playing. And for me, like I, I don't have. I, I, there are very few games I still spend sixty dollars on, and that number is very, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I will get Pokemon probably Sword. I think I decided I was going to get, mm-hmm. uh, just not right now because I, I feel like I have so many stuff to play already that mm-hmm. it doesn't. It wouldn't make sense for me to. to you know, pay full price for a game. I, 
I know is a time sinker and I just don't have time right yeah. now. Like that's why like I enjoy like Pokemon on the Switch is you can take it places and still be able to play it. Mm-hmm. Or I can watch I can binge watch a show that I'm like half into but not really into. Mm-hmm. And I can play Pokemon on the side and just by running around. I kind of wish Temtem was on the Switch because of that. Because I feel like it is a game you can should be able to play portably mm-hmm. and not have to be sitting down at your computer in order to play. But I don't know if they'd get backlash from Nintendo and Game Freak for copying their uh, idea type thing, whatnot. Right. I'm surprised no one else has really done it, honestly. Yeah, I thought there was like some, like, you're not allowed to do this. But now that Temtem's doing it, I'm surprised. Yeah, because other people have tried like straight ripping Pokemon, like making like a Pokemon MMO or Mm -hmm. there's Pokemon ROMs out there that Nintendo will find and shut down. But no one's made like a, a, you know, like a knockoff. I mean, I'm not saying like Temtem's a knockoff because it's really well done, but Mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying. Like no one's gone in and, and copied that style, basically. Yeah, and I do enjoy ROMs. I do too. They're so good. Yeah, I have an emulator and some ROMs of Pokemon just because, like, I played Black, but I heard Black 2 was better. So I'm like, fine, I'll only play Black 2, but I'm just going to get an emulator of it. Mm-hmm. And then I have, I downloaded a randomizer. So now I'm, I randomized everything. So now every encounter is randomized. And now that's cool. That's why ROMs, I think, should thrive instead of, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, Nintendo, like, literally shutting them down every mm-hmm. chance they get. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. If I'm watching YouTube or something on the computer, I'll have my Pokemon randomized run on the other screen and play through that and see what happens. But, I don't know, I'm not just... It's getting old. Because it's the same yeah. thing every single time. And it just seems like the game's getting smaller when we have some more advanced stuff. Man, t- Jordan is taking forever. He's taking time. a long time. <laughs> I was going to say kind of like, uh, <laughs> like to your argument, kind of like Madden every year. You know, the yeah, same game that they release every year. Madden, FIFA, NBA, all this stuff. It's just the new game, better graphics. But it's mm-hmm. the same exact game. I, I I wish they would like even with Pokemon or even the sports games, just release one. And if you, I mean, I I get it takes time to maybe update it or whatever. I mean, I would even pay like a dollar up to five dollars for basically an update with new new stuff. Yeah, like an, an updated roster or new Pokemon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd be perfectly fine with that. Or do a, a Destiny-like approach, make it free to play and, and charge for each expansion. Know, yeah, Destiny. Destiny is a great game. I, I've been so I didn't put this. I meant to put this in the news section, but I haven't had enough time with it to really talk about it because Jordan's taking forever, and we need something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox streaming is a thing that I, I I I got into the program, and I've been. Not regularly, but playing some games on my phone. Um, and Destiny 2 was recently greenlit for that service. So I can play Destiny 2 on my phone now. Um, and it's actually not bad at all. Like, as long as I'm on Wi-Fi, because as soon as I use a cellular connection, uh, the stream is awful. But as long as I'm on Wi-Fi, it plays almost, it plays like I'm on a console. Like, I, I don't notice any lag whatsoever or anything which it, it like i i'm floored by because google stadia right now uh which i have tested i don't have it but i, I know someone who does so i went to their house and played it the lag on google stadia is very noticeable okay. whereas microsoft it's like I, I it's like i'm playing on a console i'm like what is this magic right now that microsoft has right now now are you hooking a controller up to your phone or yes, is it that- all on your phone so it is required to hook up a controller to your okay. phone uh, in order for it to work. So it's like you're using Stadia. Exactly. Yep. But better. <laughs> yeah, but better. <laughs> okay. I haven't gone into the Crucible yet on Destiny 2 uh, while on my phone, but I just played around with like this 
the the most recent expansion. That's what I've been playing through on my phone when I mm-hmm. when I have time. Okay. And I've also been playing. I think the next game we'll be reviewing, Children of Morta, which okay. is a roguelike RPG, which is actually a lot of fun right now and very addicting. But I haven't. Uh, I haven't decided if that's the game we'll review yet or not, but it is on Xbox streaming, which I thought was pretty cool. And Madden 20 is, is, is streaming as well. Yeah. Plays perfectly. Yeah. And maybe that should be our next off topic, you know? Is, is stream-based gaming the way of the future? Is mobile gaming coming back? Ah! <laughs> is mobile gaming the next big thing? <laughs> well, I recently heard that um, TikTok, the, the company that owns TikTok, they're they're creating their own gaming studio and they want to make mobile games. And they said they want to compete with like Fortnite and Call of Duty Mobile and PUBG Mobile. And I'm like, oh, good luck with that. But since it wasn't indie news, I didn't include it. It's It's, you know, big mainstream news. You can go... To places like IGN for that kind of stuff or Game Informer. Why is my computer broken? I can hear you. No, my Steam doesn't want to open. Oh, okay. Like, gotcha. I click Steam, but then the little window preview is just glitching around and it won't actually open. And I don't want to have to uninstall Steam and reinstall Steam because then yeah. I have to go through all the crap of Steam. I don't know if it'll take away my games and all that. Actually, my games are downloaded, so it should be okay. Yeah, you should be okay. But. but... Oh. But yeah, I I can't stall anymore. <laughs> so, uh, uh, do you have anything else to say, Cody? Really? Um, no. On the on the turn on the the topic of our turn based game turn based games dying. No. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Um, I think they should still be around. I I do agree on one aspect that with Jordan that I do think that something like Pokemon should, you know, update a little bit. They should change uh, their way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Go to a hybrid like uh, Knights of the Republic did, and I would be perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. But some, it as a genre, I don't think is, like I said, Wargroove I played recently mm-hmm. and loved. Well, what other indie games are you playing? <laughs> uh, Children of Morta. Um, okay. I haven't been playing a whole lot recently. Uh, I've just been taking it easy. Okay. Um, I've been getting back into Risk of Rain 2. Oh, I forgot about that game. Any good updates? Um, it has gotten a few updates, some new areas, some new characters, uh, new ways to unlock those characters. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten through and I've unlocked the new ones. Uh, but it's, it's, still, it's still very fun. I enjoy it. As a we should, uh, should play and stream it again. Session. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Because I and enjoyed then, that. Mm-hmm. And then Raft is the other game that has taken my time. What's that? Have you played Rust? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like Rust, but you're on a boat. Oh, so, I think I played that. Yeah, uh, so you're stranded at sea, mm-hmm. and you're on a raft, and you have to collect items and, uh increase the size of your raft while maintaining your health and food and water and isn't there a shark that comes up and like can eat yeah. your, your boat or your raft yeah, the sharks are pain in the butt and there's a story mode involved to it oh i didn't know that is that newer yeah okay and they're still updating it i've gone uh to the furthest most part of the story at the moment so in the meantime i'm upgrading my raft to uh, the utmost that I can and stockpile materials so that when the new one comes, I'm not running out of wood every half an hour because that's an issue. It's awful. I, I've been meaning to. I haven't had time to, but I've been meaning to play more Stardew Valley. Oh, I, mean, I need to get that. Yeah, you do. Is, so is it on Switch? It is on Switch. Oh, yeah. Because okay, I feel like it'd be a good game on Switch. Oh, it's perfect. As on one Switch. of those, I'm slightly watching TV. But mm-hmm. I'm not really watching TV like Star Wars. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the... All my friends are saying, you should watch Clone Wars. And You've never seen it? No, not all of it. So I started like episode or season one and two. Mm-hmm. 
And apparently those were the awful seasons. And that's when I stopped because I'm like, this is boring. I can't handle it. So I'm starting back over now that the, since they're all on Disney Plus, I can get into it again. But there's now a chronological order of of Star Wars Clone Wars. Yes. So now I'm watching it chronologically and jumping through seasons one and two. And then, oh, there's one episode in season three you have to watch and then mm-hmm. jump back to season one. Yeah. It's just awful. I hate it at the moment. And it, it makes a it, whole lot get, more sense that it'll way. It'll get better, I know. Oh yeah. But at the moment, I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm playing uh, a lot. Of, I'm playing a lot of Dead Cells right now as I'm watching. Nice. Stardew Valley would be amazing. Oh, by the way, the only reason I brought it up because it just eclipsed 10 million sales overall. Nice. But yeah, Stardew Valley would be perfect for that because you can just kind of you know you farm and all this other stuff and you know do your mm-hmm. thing and. It would be perfect to, you know, play that and have something going on in the background at the same time. Mm-hmm. You you and Jordan both, because Jordan, you said you haven't finished Clone Wars, right? The series? Yeah. yeah. No, I finished it. Oh, you finished it. Okay. Or was it your brother who said he had never seen it? Weston's seen it. Why? Because when I was at your house, I thought someone said they had never seen it, but I guess that was wrong. I don't know. I've never seen Rebels. Oh, maybe it was Rebels, because Rebels Rebels starts off the same way as Clone Wars does, but it's just as good. (laughs) And then it gets better. I've heard a mixed bag of feelings on that show. So here's my thing, because like both shows start off like it's built for five-year-olds, and then it just gets dark. Like it takes a turn, like, oh, (laughs) all right. There's death. That just happened. (laughs) No fives. I loved you. (laughs) But yeah, there's uh yeah, Rebels is good as well. Um, yeah, I started watching Rebels. I'm like, oh, this is more my speed. <laughs> but then I'm telling my friends, I'm like, no, you can't. Spoilers, spoilers. And I'm like, but it's cooler. Now I have Rebels to go back does and, have, and have, have to more watch. spoilers, actually. Like, it's weird to a say that. A lot of Ahsoka stuff, apparently. Yes, there's quite a bit. Yeah, but I know a lot of the Ahsoka stuff. Okay, okay, I'm a gotcha. nerd. But... <laughs> <laughs> um... That's all I really have, unless you guys have anything else about turn-based games. No. So we should pick back up where we had stopped. <laughs> where did we leave off? How do you, how do you remember where we were? <laughs> I remember. Uh, Carrington had mentioned, we were talking about the Mass Effect kind of turn-based combat. Oh, we were saying how, because this is something Cody and I brought up while you were gone. <laughs> I know, Cody, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, Steam is being stupid again. Okay, gotcha. Um, I wouldn't mind if Nintendo were to say, hey, this is our new Pokemon game. It comes out and it's this, you know, the hybrid combat. And from there, if they want to release new Pokemon or whatever, they use the the same game, but you pay maybe like a dollar or five bucks or whatever to update it to get the new Pokemon or whatever, instead of paying $60 every few years or whatever. $60 is more than $1, Karen King. (laughs) I know. I, I mean, Nintendo... Gotta love them. However, comma, they are really good at selling you nostalgia. Like, they're also probably rich already. Yeah, us they need to start making more nostalgia to sell more nostalgia in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have nostalgia without something to fill that nostalgia in the first place. Which is why I hate the, oh man. We're going to go and hit and we're going to do an 80s or 90s party. Ha ha. Hit all the old stuff. Play with uh, silly band strings and the crazy foam and freaking glow in the dark glowing uh, dinosaurs that you put in the water and it grows and crap. I don't know if this is going to be on the show or not, but I'm doing a really bad job of proving my case. Yes. (laughs) Are you saying... You're saying you don't want to relive the 2010s? I want something new and fresh. I don't mind a bit of nostalgia here and there. Oh, man. You know, Doug, I used to watch that. Stop it! Doug, I used to watch that show. Man, that was the show that I watched. 
Oh, but look, there's this new thing that a new television show that's out. Oh, Stranger Things. Interesting. Let's see where this goes. Okay, it has some 80s stuff in it, but whoa, some new concepts, new characters, good development, stuff like that. Sure, it borrows from the nostalgic things, but it keeps it fresh. I'm not going to disagree with you. Why is Pokemon? You're really good at that, Carrington. <laughs> Thank you. What'd you say, Cody? So I downloaded the Mystery Dungeon demo <gasps> and I launched it. And now it's making me do like a personality test to decide whether <laughs> I wanted to be on like oh, the it'll give you the Pokemon. blue rescue team or the red rescue team. Oh. But I'm like, do you have a cheerful personality? And it's like, yeah, anymore. make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to wrap things up. So if you made it this far. Thanks. Wow. Thank you very much. Cool. <laughs> banter. Um, do not forget to follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter at Real Dudes MySpace. Pod, and MySpace. Okay, seriously, we're not on MySpace. Um, I will create you... a MySpace if you want us to. Oh, you should. Let's take it back. <laughs> follow us on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to follow us. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because Don and I will be doing some exciting stuff. Just to have a little teaser, Donovan and I are created uh, are creating a series, a football series, where we will be commentating over a video game as if it's a real game. It will be awesome and hilarious because he does not know a lot about football. So he's going to play up that bit highly. Should be Bro, entertaining. That sounds amazing. Really and awesome. I kind of want to come on at some point to join you with that. Oh, that, you definitely should. Yes. That sounds so good. I can't wait. So I think third the- down, four yards to go in the third quarter, 15 minutes left, and the 49ers and the hike and the throw <laughs> and the touchdown. <laughs> I think the first time recorded, we will record it is on Wednesday. So watch out for it to come out sometime around the Super Bowl, which is next week. Oh, that's right. That's next week. Yep. Thank yep. you for reminding me. You're welcome. The Pro Bowl today, if that ever matters. Yay. <laughs> yeah, nobody watches that. That's why we're recording. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, as always, have a red day.